0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of All Fighters Follow Me, an Armchair Adventures podcast. I'm Mofftet.
1: And I'm Senator Faith. Today we have a very exciting episode of net News because this week was Gen Con. And we got our first look at the Clone Wars expansion.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for um, new factions coming up for Armada. New
1: factions. We've got Republic and Separatists.
0: Yep. So being called the full, like... Galactic Republic and the Confederacy of Independent Systems, um, being the two Clone Wars factions, and so they had a live stream, they had the In-Flight Report, both this week. So let's start off with the In-Flight Report. So the In-Flight Report gave us, first the initial looks at the ships, and each faction is starting off with two ships, a medium and a large. The Galactic Republic is getting the Acclimator and the Consular Class Cruiser.
1: And the Separatists are getting the maleficent I've,
0: I've been calling it the Munificent.
1: The, the, man, the Maleficent.
0: Yeah, the Maleficent. Okay, there
1: we go. The Maleficent. It almost munificent. Hands. I can't talk anymore. Munificent? Munificent. And then two hard cells. So, it's I, I like that they're actually doing starter set boxes by faction.
0: I am... I've been hoping for something like that for a really long time, base. As someone who tries to get people into the game, you know, you get a player that's like, I just want to play Empire. Like, well, you have to get two rebel ships and a bunch of X-Wings from this $100 starter set, and they just kind of look at you like, is there a just Empire version? Like, no, sorry. So having this as the entry to the game, I think, for those new players coming in for Clone Wars.
1: Oh, yeah. And I also, I actually quite like that it's, three ships for each in the starter set did not exactly seem balanced for a first fight where you had one victory and then what was it a cr90 and a neb
0: yeah it 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 just wasn't
1: right i mean it
0: it taught you the little like the activation parody and how the ships moved and shot but i felt it never grabbed the spirit of the game past that it it teaches (laughs) the like Bear mechanics and that's fine but it I've, I never felt it gave it actually a good grasp of the game
1: no not really but these starter sets could look kind of fun I'd be actually really interested to see them do something similar go back and make like an imperial and a rebel starter set
0: yeah I think my my main question with that is like what are you doing for the medium and uh, small ships except uh, specifically because like rebels having two hammerheads or two cr90s whichever they put in it with the assault frigate being their Mm -hmm. only medium those are both ships small ships that you are fine with two of but for imperials it's either going to be and plan up being the raider because that's their cheapest ship and they seem to be kind of on the lower lower scale uh for combat ships for the smalls in this um and two raiders is not really starter friendly
1: what two, about two architects
0: and a quasar? Two arcitans. Oh, that could be interesting too. Maybe a little flimsy on the quasar, but it, yeah, it
1: could. Yeah, I could and then see just like a like bunch that. of ties
0: and. Yeah, I mean, it looks like both of these. So one thing with the new sets is they both come with four um, squadrons. The mm-hmm. Republic comes with V nineteen Torrents, and the Separatists comes with the uh, Vulture Droids, which are I think the most seen ship in that series in any of the Clone Wars or like the movies or the prequel movies at least. Um, and then they also announced that there'll be uh, squadron sets for each one. So we got,
1: yeah, the squadron sets re- look really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: We have, let's see the arc One Seventy, which is the clone fighters from the end of, or not the end, the beginning of episode three original style. I think BTLB, I'd have to look at the... I don't always remember the, the names, the, the numbers, but they have the clone-style Y-Wings. With yeah, like the, the old art. Y-Wing. The, yeah, actually, that's the original um, Y-Wing art,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that style, and then they decided to tear it tear it up and clutter it up more. And
1: Wasn't there an episode in Rebels where they pretty much find these, strip the armor off of them, and they become the Y-Wings for the...
0: I think the armor was the already stripped, and they just looted them. Yeah, but we'll have to get to episode one of season three eventually in our rewatching of Rebels here.
1: Well, you're re- rewatching it, it's a new and line I just tune in.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but either way, they have the Y wings, and then they also have the Jedi starfighters, Delta Seven Aether sprites. Which are the kind of arrowhead-looking ones that look like the precursors to A-Wings. Yeah,
1: ye olde A-Wing.
0: And we got the stats on those, so we'll, we'll talk about those in a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Then the Separatists got the, like I said, they get the Vulture Fighters, they get the Hyena Bombers. Hyena. Tri-Fighters, and I think the... It's, I don't remember, it's I think the ship that Grievous flies around in a couple times. Um, I forget the name of it. Let's see if... I don't remember if they said it anywhere, but... Um, the Kenobi! No, I don't think they named it that. Usually you don't name stuff after your enemy's generals. Yeah. But, you know, we gotta try it. i hilarious. Right. You're funny. Okay, and then we got... Uh, oh, they're also announced that there's going to be a new dial pack, which comes with new round turn markers, um, some speed dials, uh, command dials, And, and
1: pass tokens.
0: Yeah, it looks like the pass token from the SSD, but there's a bunch of them. And when asked about that, they were very avoidant. Like I remember them, you know, asking uh, Mike Gern- Michael Gerns, who is uh, one of the head developers on Armada, and he was just like, well, there's pass tokens in there. Let's go on to the next question, kind of thing. So
1: Let's be mysterious about it. Yeah. But, I mean, I... I can see this being useful. Um, I know I have too many command dials and speed dials.
0: Yeah, what what they mentioned there is... There are other
1: people who are more likely to lose theirs.
0: It's it's less... I like how you look at me when you say that. Um, it's less that. It's more that they're only including a few command and speed dials in the base set. And I guess for all the Clone Wars and expansions and any maybe Imperial or Rebel expansions coming up, they're not adding those dials anymore. Oh. So, I mean, because realistically you only need usually eight to twelve dials in the game.
1: That's true. And you could just reuse dials between different sets. Mm-hmm. That's actually pretty clever and it's actually a really good way to reduce waste.
0: Yeah. Um, but because you're absolutely right and I think hopefully the same with like objective tokens and <laughs> things like that because, you know, every ship comes with four... Little objective and victory token punches, and Mm -hmm. soon enough, I mean, we could be using them as currency by this point.
1: We can start betting tokens on games.
0: Ooh, that could be fun. And then, oh, and then they also announced an upgrade card collection that they say is going to be at least one of every single upgrade card in the game so far. That'll Um, be nice. Including, and they did, I think, say that there were going to be duplicates of some of them.
1: I mean, some of them you want duplicates of, like... TRCs. You might have a more than one ship yeah. that's you, that's flying that.
0: Yeah, or um, like leading shots, external racks, expanded
1: your bays. The, the generics.
0: Yeah, the generic stuff. They have a couple of, um, and it looks like they've even done some. Like they're doing all the commanders, all the unique officers. Like it shows Akbar, Leia, Lando, Callus, Brunson, Piet.
1: So they're doing both factions, which, yep. which is nice. I mean, I suppose you could do a separate. You could almost do separate card sets: generics, rebel, and imperial. Yeah, but
0: I feel like the, I mean, getting every card ever for twenty five bucks. I mean, some people have bought like a single copy of XI sevens off of eBay for that with the. Uh, the secondary market for Armada gets kind of up and down sometimes, especially yeah. with the re- slow rate of reprints, which is unfortunate. However, but yeah, like you get everything for for that much. That seems like a pretty good deal to me. Um, and then the starters are both the same as the actual base set, uh, core set. So they're both a hundred dollars. Squadrons are twenty five. Twenty five. So it looks like those. Have, I thought squadrons were originally twenty. I mean, but you know, the original starter packs, or squadron packs, came out five years ago at this point, so like inflation, mm-hmm. so maybe stuff like that might kick prices up a little bit, which, unfortunate, but we're not, you know, mm-hmm. having huge price overlays. Other thing they did, though, is spoil some new cards, which are cards. very exciting. Oh, um, Do you want to talk about, so which faction do you want to talk about more?
1: So I'm actually looking forward to potentially playing Separatists. I think this is the, the route I might go with Clone Wars. So but this group, it looks like we've got the cards for the Hard Cells and the Munificent. Now, apparently they're actually they've redone the card design to try to make them more compact and easier to store, easier to have on the board, which, I mean, it, it's nice in a way.
0: Yeah, they mentioned that they're making all of this, all of the, the ship cards and the upgrade cards all the same size as squadron cards,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: I think will be nice, because that means I might actually sleeve my cards if I only have to buy one size of sleeve instead of four or five.
1: That'll be nice. But the hard sell... Um, let's see, we've got the hard sell battle refit... And as far as upgrades go, it looks like it gets an officer, a defensive re- retrofit, turbo laser. That looks like offense retro. And an offensive retrofit. And it looks like we've got behind it another card. I think it's the same. With looks- pretty much the same stuff, except I think it also gets a... Gosh, looks that? like an
0: ion cannon defense retro and a support team
1: support team yeah
0: so i'm i'm not sure if that's the hard cell though that might be that might that be because if you look at it really close it looks like it's got a little wing there ah so ah. i think that might that's be one munificent. of the munificent variants mm-hmm. um, and then above it it says it looks like class tran. looks like orch. so it looks like there's a hard cell, battle refit and a hard cell transport
1: mm-hmm.
0: um The battle reef it's fifty two points, so that puts it into kind of the middle range for
1: yeah, it's kind of close to like a Neb B price.
0: Yeah, it's it's like between a CR nineteen and Neb B, Mm -hmm. and then the
1: then the munificent class we've got kind of most of the image of the card six hull, command two, squadron three, engineering four, so you know a, a decent sturdy middle ship. And then a speed, we've got one click at one, one, and then at speed two, one click at yaw one, two clicks at yaw two. So it's decently maneuverable. Not very fast, but...
0: That's almost the start of, like, the nebbies. Yeah. Like, without the speed three. So, I mean, with what we can see of the arc layouts, Mm -hmm. that's... Very flexible, yeah, even if it's not very quick. Um,
1: and for uh, defense tokens, we've got a brace, a redirect, and a salvo. It's good to see that, um, salvo coming up on new ships here. I've, I've been enjoying that with um, the Starhawk, so now we'll get to see more than one ship doing that.
0: Yeah, salvo's been a cool, t- cool token to be used, and then mm-hmm. um. We also got a picture that has their arcs and their uh, fire groups a little better. Oh yeah, see, there's the two different variants of uh, hard cell. One has two red and a blue out the front, with blue on the sides, oh, wow, and one has three red. three red on the front and one red out each side.
1: Actually, looking at those arcs, they're almost kind of like neb bees. And the, they've got a very powerful front and kind of weak sides. The
0: sides are way the the actual arc layout is closer to like an Imperial ship though, cause it mm-hmm. has much slimmer sides for like a wider front and rear.
1: Yeah. You know, it just kind of going to that, looking at the cards and the ships, it looks like they have done some really interesting blending of rebel and Imperial stuff to create new factions. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun to explore. The arc on the munificent, the front arc is interesting cause it, it's a little bit tight in, so you could be and it kind of gosh, how do I describe this? Cuts into the middle the the side arc kind of cuts into the middle of the front, so you could potentially be fully facing a ship with the front and still have it in a double arc.
0: Yeah. The fact that the the arc line actually goes past the corner on the front is yeah. that's a first. And with with really strong front inside shields, too, for the Munificent, it looks like. I think those, those say three. Mm-hmm. So four, three, two on the Munificent, and three, one. So the, um, the hard cells actually have Nebula on shields.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. And then, let's see, we got... I can't make out what the left hard cell has for anti-squad, but it looks like it's... I want to say that's... So it, it looks like a five for the whole value. hmm a Munificent looks like a six.
1: Yeah, it said so on the card.
0: Okay, right. And then one red anti-squadron on the Munificent.
1: Oh, that'll be nice. And then
0: on the... I'm going to assume that three red in the front is the battle hard sell, because that would make more sense to me. Mm-hmm. It has blue-black anti-squad. So those, that not only has some pretty respectable anti-ship, but for a small blue-black, it is really powerful.
1: Hmm. Um, oh. but
0: no, but it just has a dash for the rear arc, so I don't think those are going to have cell, though.
1: As for the designs, I'm not sure if I remember the hard cells.
0: Uh, I think they're in Attack of the Clones. That's what a couple people have said online, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't I don't recall seeing those. The Munificent is... a al-
1: Munificent we've seen in the cartoons and I think episode three.
0: Yeah, it's in episode three and it's like omnipresent in the Clone Wars cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like every, every time there's, there's any... Sp- Form of ship battle. There's munificence there.
1: I'm actually pretty excited about seeing some of the separatist ships because I think their just general design looks cool. Yeah. You kind of have that fanned kind of shell on the outside.
0: Mm-hmm. The munificence almost reminds me of that like nighttime daytime bird from that one old meme.
1: Oh goodness! One of the birds of paradise. Oh yeah, that was it. Dancing mm-hmm. around.
0: At least from the front here, I guess from the top. And the cells not... look
1: like space eggs.
0: Yep, space eggs decked space out with eggs. a bunch of engines. And as far as squadrons, they previewed the, a couple of the droid fighters. They did the unique vulture droid DFS-311.
1: Yeah, and that card has speed 4, hull 3, 2, or red-black anti-squad, red anti-ship. So... It, it's kind of like a TIE, almost. I mean,
0: not, actually, red-black and then a red is...
1: I'm at, like, speed really four, hull three.
0: Oh, yeah, I suppose cisc on that, yeah, it's very much in that realm. But yeah. the, the attack, I mean, but that's only for the unique. The standard oh, droid the standard. is blue-black with a red anti-ship. So it's somewhere between, like, a TIE fighter and a Z95, I feel.
1: Yeah, uh, you can kind of see the card for the generic... Which is eight points, so again, cheap ship. And they've got a special ability of anti squadron or anti-squadron it's run. AI. Or anti-squadron. AI anti-squadron one. So what this pretty much does is if you activate it with a squadron command, it gets one extra dice in its dice pool when attacking another squadron.
0: So it's either a blue or
1: a black. So it's a, a blue or a black, probably gonna win a black.
0: Unless you're going against an ace, then you might want the blue if it's a scatter ace.
1: That's true. Um, it seems like they'll have some really fun potential to build a, a real kind of anti-squadron squadron list.
0: Mm-hmm. And it does have swarm, too, so like a mm-hmm. black die with a reroll is pretty much a guaranteed hit.
1: Oh, yeah. These things will
0: be reliable, if nothing else.
1: Yeah, and I could see them really... Tearing through squadron pack or squadron balls, but since again they're, they're three hull and cheap, you're probably going to lose a lot of them along the way. Yeah, just a little flaca or just a little school of piranhas. Mm-hmm. Oh, and
0: you can see the hyena kind of in the background too. It also looks like speed four. Um, mm-hmm. it looks like it's an ace, I can't make out something about attacking. Um, but it has AI battery, bomber, and heavy. Uh, so AI battery. If AI squadron is working, that you get to add a die when attacking a squadron.
1: Oh, AI battery is against ship.
0: Um, I I'm really hoping that they're like blue anti ship for those hyenas, because otherwise, I mean, two blue anti ship bomber is super powerful. We've seen that with gold squadron. We've seen mm-hmm. that with fire sprays. But if they were like a black bomber, that would get like two black bomber usually you have to play pay that like 20 points for can for lander and rebels for that yeah. and it just rips stuff up um so we'll have to see what what more comes from that
1: but you know thematically it works because if you're gonna have a bunch of droids you're gonna have a million of them yeah just swarming yeah. out so
0: and i also like the theme that the dro- the the droids since they're not when they're not being since they're not actually piloted by a a trained pilot. They're a, um, a sentient uh, program, and it's been shown in like the Clone Wars stuff that droids are, especially the the um, CIS droids, were kind of dumb. Yeah. And so this ha- this AI being like, hey, they're really scary when you give them commands, but if you don't give them commands, they're a little derpy um, and not super great. I mean, blue black with a reroll is fine. Um, but for eight points, it's not good. But if it's like two black and a blue, or two blue and a black, with a re-roll with swarm re-roll, is actively scary. And then we have, I think that's really it for most of the stuff. Oh, we did get a couple new um shots of a new title and a new officer, a unique officer for. Oh, wait, no, the T-Series isn't even unique. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, so... That's a
1: generic, but yes, we do have a title. one title for the Munificent. The Tide of Progress 12. And that one is, Before you are dealt a face-up damage card with the ship trait, you may exhaust this card to discard that damage card without resolving its effect. Goodbye, Structural.
0: Or projector misaligned. Like if they hit you with an apt and like draw a projector misaligned, Ooh. you can just say eh.
1: Eh. Now this title does have a kind of a cool new rule and symbology on it. Now, where in order to untap it and to ready it again, you have to spend a an engineering token.
0: Yeah. So they added in that there's a there's no refresh um a a tap or an exhaust and a refresh uh icon and on like for example on piet if when you look at the new image arts for the uh card reprint pack pretty much it's a little kind of arrow pointing to the right and then there's another arrow kind of cycling it around
1: oh so do you have to spend an air engineering token in order to exhaust it
0: no, you have, to, you have to spend an engineering token to unexhaust it. Oh, so okay. you can exhaust it to use it and then to untap it in this. I think they said, I don't remember what they said, but I, they said in one phase, I want to say Michael said in the status phase in the interview, oh. um, that you would spend it then to untap it. But yeah, two points to just ignore a crit. Mm-hmm. And not even ignore the crit, but not even take the damage from a face-up. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Is really powerful. And then like the the clone stuff or the sorry, the, the droid stuff we're seeing so, so far looks really strong.
1: Oh yeah, the T series tactical droid, this thing
0: makes me looks mad. pretty cool. <laughs> it's like, hey, what if
1: Of course what, I'd pick the faction that makes you mad. What if
0: Commander Piet was instead of being a twenty two point point commander a four point officer that wasn't even unique? Me, meh me. me. Anyway, marm, marm, or, uh, I'll let you continue.
1: <laughs> when you spend only an engineering, nav, or squadron command token to resolve a command, you may exhaust this card. If you do, resolve that command as if you had spent a dial of the same type instead. Now, this one does, like the other card, have that, what, we, what should we call this, a refresh cost? Yep,
0: refresh cost, I think.
1: Um, and for that is a command dial.
0: Mm-hmm. so Yeah, and, can and you
1: just use it anytime? no, but it is a powerful ability to have in your pocket
0: especially when you look at the Munificent considering it's command 2, has squadron 3 or engineering 4 so being able to just have tokens around and say, having a couple tokens and being like, oh I need engineering this round this token is actually going to be 2 shields instead of 1 or 3 squadrons instead of 1, that's
1: a lot of uh,
0: a lot of really good value out of that. Um,
1: or six squads instead of four.
0: Uh no, because you're already spending your token. You spend the token as a dial instead of token and dial.
1: Yeah, but what if you have a command dial and a token?
0: You can't double command dial. Otherwise thrawn would be bananas. Well, Thrawn is already really good. So the, the three options for doing a command, and I'm going to roll over this again just as long as you brought it up, you can either spend, when you do a command, and you can only do any command once a turn, you can do a command dial, a command token, or a command dial and token. There's no option for a double command dial in the rules.
1: Let's go look, look back at the card here, because it says you spend the token as if you had spent a dial. It's,
0: they already answered this for Piet because it's the same effect. So, because of how Piet works, being the same spend a token and it turns into a dial, they've already answered this question. Oh. So, yeah, I I know you're not the only one that I've, I've seen answer this ask this question in the last couple of days. Being like, does that mean you can double double command? No, it's um you you can't ever double dial, just because of how the rules work on that. So, and like I said, I've run into that you know a couple of times. I tried Piet and playing Thrawn that it's something I had to know, but as a rebel player, probably not something you've ever had to look up,
1: so. I do like that they have art of Admiral Trench. Yeah. We haven't seen a card yet, but hopefully we see a card for him soon. I always kind of liked him. I thought he was really cool. I wonder if we'll sure. get,
0: like, regular Trench and cyborg Trench.
1: Yes. Darth Trench.
0: Darth He was never a Sith Lord? Question mark? Third trench. Okay. Three cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then for the Republic, a little more specifically, so we got the Acclimator and the Consular class, which there were two versions of the uh, Consular class. There's the Armed Cruiser and the C-70 Charger. And the Acclimator has the one class and the two class. very kind of imperial in there.
1: Um, Except I have one question. If this is a counselorship, where's the ambassador?
0: Well, if you look at the um, the new announcements, they did say Bail Organa is an upgrade, so you could have Bail Organa on your counselorship and answer that question.
1: You ruined my quotes, Ted. You ruined my quotes.
0: No, I, I gave a valid answer to your quotes. You
1: ruined my quotes by giving valid answers. <laughs> But yeah, you've got Bail Organa in his younger days.
0: Not that he aged much between what we saw in, I suppose, Rogue One. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> I'm like, count the years. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, but yeah, uh, Bail Organa is again. The way the T series is kind of um, Thrawn-like, Bail or is kind of Piet-like. Bail is kind of Thrawn-like, a couple less points. He also has another um, new iconography, which is a, uh, a, a blue sidebar on the left side of the card with a five. and it's um, looks like five and then a nav and an engineering. it looks so you get, a, I think one of five nav tokens and five engineering tokens. And then the state is when a friendly ship reveals a command, you may discard up to one token of each type from this card. For each token you discard, that ship gains one additional command dial matching that token's type. So again, like you can turn tokens from bail on your on your ships in your fleet um, to gain a double du- double dial, or a second dial. So like I said, you can't do a, a double nav, you can't do a d- double engineer, but if you have squadrons stacked up and you're like, hey...
1: Um, I actually really need to nav right now. I need to
0: nav this throne. Um... And Engineer, so you can actually pop three commands at once with him. Oof. Looks like, because up to one token of each type from this card. So yeah, you can Nav Engineer and either Con Fire or Squadron at the same time. Um, And he's 28 points. For 10, I'm I'm assuming 10, it might be 5, Navigate, and or Repair. Not sure. But yeah, that, that seems like a lot of fun. Especially when you look at things like like the acclimator. So the acclimator is what we can see. The acclimator two. We can see a little bit of it. It's a command three squadron three. Um, let's see if we have a better picture of <laughs> the
1: Imperials back when they were nice. Yeah, kind
0: of. Oh, here's the here's the good splash of the acclimator. So it looks like command three squadron three engineering four. So it has the same stack as a victory star destroyer. Um, slightly different shield layout 422 with uh, it goes up to speed three so it's one click at one one click at one one yacht one and zero yacht two for two and then zero one zero or dash one dash for speed three um whole seven again it has the same brace uh redirect salvo mm-hmm. salvo uh, I would I think I would have liked to see an evade on that, but it's a big, chunky, transport ship, so I get why they don't. Um, and then I think it's blue black anti squad. It might be red black. I have a hard time matching the color. It's Kind of faded in the background. And then the, so that's the two class. So we get the the hull seven and all <laughs> it's that. It's a blue black. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And then the acclimator one. We're we're seeing three red, two black out the front, and then. Two red and a black out the sides and one red, one black. So again, very like it's like a slightly undergunned VSD, but faster um, and cheaper. Like 66 points for the acclimator one is for you know a seven hull 422 ship is really quite um, affordable. It's pretty nice. Yeah, and then the the one has officer weapons team double offensive retro ordnance turbo laser so that thing is going to be an absolute beast of a carrier and then the two has officer weapons team def retro ordnance turbo so it looks like they they both get you know missiles and turbo lasers no ions is interesting so you're probably going to be having to rely on your weapons team for like a veterans gunner or they did spoil those clone gunners so maybe using those um that we Ooh. talked about a couple of episodes ago would be helpful to keep those going, but, I mean, double offensive and weapons team, that's the same as a Quasar and ISD1, which have largely been considered the best carriers in the game. It is Squadron 3 instead of Squadron 4 like those other two, but that's easy to fix. The o- the one redirect for Kenobi seems a little sad. Like, I was really yeah. hoping, like, oh man, like, brace double redirect, like a victory Star Destroyer, just saying, you know, hey, I'm going to ignore a bunch of damage with my Kenobis, and...
1: Kenobi! Yep.
0: You know, I think they did say Grievous will be a card at some point. I don't know what yes. he's gonna be, but you can run around doing your Kenobis. Uh, and as for sh- uh, the Councilor, so I've always liked the look of the Councilor a lot. This might be the ship I'm most excited for. Um, it's kind
1: of rather hammerhead-like, almost.
0: It's yeah. It's it's just got a. I always thought thought an interesting aesthetic because it's kind of got that like oh, yeah. barrel front, like the Millennium Falcon cockpit, but then it's got that sort of rectangle on the top. And then a little, almost like CR-90-ish center area, and...
1: For me, it's a little kind of nostalgic, because Counselor Ship is pretty much the first ship you see...
0: Yeah, it is. ...in yeah. um, episode one. hmm Yep.
1: I remember thinking, like, oh, new spaceship. Yeah, what kind of spaceship that? What that?
0: And, the, yeah, I, I definitely remember that of excitement as well. So the the armored cruiser, or... The counselor Crafts armed cruiser is thirty-seven points, and the Charger C seventy is forty-five. We don't see the upgrades for the C seven, the the counselor armed cruiser, but the C seventy has officer support, offensive retro turbo laser. So it's also speed four. Looks like so you can have engine techs and just be Mm -hmm. flying around. Um,
1: Noom noom. Noom noom. Noom, noom all over
0: the galaxy and then I mean and it's got really good base maneuvers so speed one it's two speed two it's two and one speed three it's one 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 mm-hmm. speed four it's one blank one one so that, that first click of yaw and speed four naturally I think that's the first time we've seen that yeah and that's a lot of lot of flex because you know get that what 45 degree turn.
1: Yeah, that'll be um, that'll be really interesting to see because also with a nav you could get a double click,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like and surprise! I am way over here now.
0: Yeah, uh, well, and especially if they have any sort of navigation abilities in the range of like Nadine or Jerjerrod or something like that. Mm. Um, or you could oh you could take a nav team on it and get a second click with the token. Ah. So, um, but it says four hull redirect evade contain so it has uh hammerhead defense tokens command one squadron one engineering two you know for cheap uh support ship like that that makes sense it's it's they seem very much like the other corvettes two two one um for shields and two red and a blue out the front two red out the sides and one red out one blue out the rear so very overall balanced firing i mean getting two red out of each side of a double arc for a small ship like that. For mm-hmm. a really cheap one. Um, one black for the anti-ship or anti-squad. But if I remember correctly, the Oh, here we go. We can look at the So the Council arc cruiser has two red, looks like two red and a black out the front, one red blue, one black out the sides, one blue out the rear, but then double blue anti-squadron.
1: Yeah, that which
0: for 37 points.
1: Considering what this ship was, ship was built to fly against, a, yeah. a, a droid squad super party, mm-hmm. I yeah. can see why they put, gave it a double blue.
0: Yeah, it's like you're going to have more blue dice because you're going to be flying into a literal a s- cloud of vulture droids.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to give it some survivability there, I can could, I could totally see why they gave it the blue blue.
0: Yeah, I think that's a cool...
1: Cool. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of almost like a, like the Corvette. Yeah. They're very much like the Corvette. Um, the shields, arcs, and.
0: Yeah, we didn't get any titles for this uh, counselor, but we did get one, acclimator title. Did I say that? Did I forget which? Yeah, and then. Um...
1: The impeccable, implacable.
0: Nice. Which has... There's there's that refresh token. It's got the
1: ah.
0: arrow up and then the arrow across. Uh, four points. Before a friendly ship or squadron at distance one to two suffers damage from an attack, you may exhaust this card and spend up to two shields from your front hull zone. That's very specific. To reduce the total damage by that amount. That's... I mean, ship or squadron is very powerful. And if you pair that with, like, Kenobi...
1: Oh, yeah, and...
0: So you could be with Kenobi and then, like, an evade... Mm-hmm. And if you had expert shield techs, you could be potentially two 4 You could be ignoring six damage.
1: Undying.
0: Yeah, with a. I mean, you take two shields on the implacable, but you know you're just mm-hmm. sitting there repairing all game and being a shield battery for stuff with one to two. That's a really cool. Um, defensive ability to keep your fleet going, and it shows and for
1: four points.
0: Yeah. Oh, and you don't That's have to pay dope. for to refresh it, like tide of progress. <laughs> um, so definitely some really interesting changes on those
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah i think that the new mechanics they're coming up with that they're working on are really very interesting speaking of new mechanics um squadrons so the um, oh, speaking yes. of things that you can help soak damage like the v19 torrent squadron is a, it's like x-wing adjacent I mean, it's got the same speed and hull.
1: It's like if an X-Wing and a TIE fighter had a baby. Yeah. Because it's got escort and it's got swarm. Mm -hmm.
0: But no bomber, but it has a black anti-ship. Black die anti-ship, which is, I feel, I feel better than red bomber. Mm
1: -hmm. Or
0: not better, but about equivalent. And then double blue, single red anti-squad. So it's got the same anti-squad as a a gauntlet fighter. Except it has Swarm, so it's just better, because not Swarm is awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the Delta Seven, so those Jedi squadrons have some really, have brand new keywords on
1: them. Two brand new ones. Two of them, yep. Um, the Adept One, mm-hmm. while attacking, you may reroll one die. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. That's really cool. It's good. kind of like having Swarm without needing, that needing to have friends.
0: And I think it's kind of a cool one for... Because these are supposed to be, like, the Jedi starfighters. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, that interesting, like, force effect that they got. Has counter to... So on the... On the hus it's sort of like a... I wonder if I I like see
1: a, Obi-Wan as an ace for that. Since he's, like... That was the ship he was flying around in Attack I, of the Clones. That be
0: Yeah, cool. yeah, it was. We... It looks like we get Luminara...
1: Oh, yeah, Illuminara. So, um, we can kind of see Because I see her some green hands now.
0: and a lightsaber, and it says L-U-M. So. Uh, she has Adept Ooh. 1 counter 2. I'm not seeing dodge on her card. Hmm. I can't but, see what her ability is. but
1: Yeah, she does have some sort of Yep,
0: ability. 4 speed, 4 hull. So a little in the same range as like an A-Wing or like a TIE Phantom, kind of like that. 3 blue and a black anti-squad with Adept for that reroll is going to rip up enemy squadrons. Ooh. Uh, counter two with a reroll every attack, not needing a friend. Ripping up enemy squadrons, right. and then dodge while you are defending against a squadron during the spend defense token step. You may choose one die to be rerolled. So they have an innate. Def- they're the first generic squadron to have an innate defensive damage reduction effect.
1: Oh yeah, and it's it's actually kind of nice. It's almost like having an evade token. Yeah. For yeah, your ship, or for your squadron.
0: Mm-hmm. It's only against squadron, so it doesn't help you against flak, which probably good because if you could just say, oh, you only have like one blue flak against me, reroll it. Reroll. Yeah, it's too bad. Go away. But, yeah. So, new keywords and that torrent. Uh, going back a little bit, that torrent squadron, you can heal. You can keep them from getting damaged with implacable. You could keep the aether sprites from getting damaged with implacable as well, mm-hmm. and keep them in the game longer. But then reserve hangar decks with a base hall 5 escort Ooh. remembering that reserve hangar decks only bring it back at 2 hull, but that's a lot of potential there that is we oh we also have some changes that we got from the new cards but we here let's talk about the the brand new stuff first yeah
1: there were a few other cool upgrade cards there's munitions resupply which is after you reveal uh, command dial. Uh, blah, 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 blah. After your I think it's <laughs> after your reveal command dial step, you may exhaust this card and discard any number of concentrate fire tokens from it to choose that many friendly ships at distance one to five. Assign each chosen ship a concentrate fire token. So you're pretty much handing out the bombs to your friends.
0: I love how it's a, a grav cart being pushed around with a bunch of cannon shells. um, Like the big clone cannon shells that are, what, like four feet tall. But there's no rails or anything on it. I really hope that those are mag clamped to that cart <laughs> Because, you know, one good... kind of blown
1: at the bottom, maybe.
0: One good j- jolt to that, and that's a lot of ordnance that's falling over. Mm-hmm. But it...
1: It does have the... um kind of refresh cost to it. You have to spend either a Concentrate Fire, Engineering, or Nav in order to refresh it again. But still, that's actually kind of nice. Maybe you have a, a point where everybody is just in a really good spot. You've got a ship and two double arcs, and you really want it to die. Everybody gets a token. We'll call this one Concentrate Fire, Oprah. (laughs) <laughs> and you get a concentrate and I, you get a concentrate I
0: could see it being really interesting in actually my Kraken fleet would probably really like it <laughs> I already got the intensified firepower in there but mm-hmm. my comms net usually isn't doing much other than pushing squadrons but if I could go and like throw everyone a concentrate fire token mm-hmm. the one round everything has like line and an ISD um, that'd be really helpful
1: mm-hmm. and, it could be fun and for three points, why not?
0: yeah it's only one point more than a commsnet and has a very different ability. The other one they revealed, which is sort of like local fire control team and that it lets you use Salvo, is Reactive Gunnery.
1: Oh, yeah. So with Reactive Gunnery, while defending, you may exhaust this card and spend a ready defense token to resolve the Salvo defense, attack, or blah, 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 effect. defense effect instead of that token's effect. You cannot resolve Salvo defense effect... More than once per attack. So it's pretty much... This becomes a salvo now. Which... Could be pretty fun. Four points. I think that would be a decent defensive retrofit for... It's... Um, it's something that you... Yeah, what good ship would this be really good on?
0: I feel like something that you wouldn't be using your defensive retrofit. Like MC-30s maybe yeah. can use it. Um, architens.
1: Architens, That could be fun.
0: Um, or... CR 90s even, even though they only, they only have the one blue in the back, but if you mm-hmm. wanted to just have an extra shot every now and again, even against... And remembering that Salvo also works against squads.
1: Oh, that's true. Um,
0: but I I, de- I wouldn't put it on, like, a Star Destroyer necessarily. No. Because ECMs is so, so valuable that I don't want to be losing that slot and taking that much more damage. Uh, and then we have... Yeah, there's a few. I'll, I'll have to look around and see what reactive gunnery would be fun on. Uh, oh, the uh, Assault MC-80. Ooh. So you could have your ECMs and your, and your reactive gunnery, too. Seems good. They, so much people. They puke. also did, so they showed us the new Grand Admiral Thrawn from the card pack, and all they did for that was add the, um, the three-dial iconography on the left side in blue.
1: Mm-hmm. Just kind of a, a style change there.
0: Um, they added turbolaser reroute circuits, which just has the refresh, exhaust refresh icon. Mm-hmm. They have XI seven turbolasers, which have been reworded.
1: Yeah, apparently with um, what's the upgrade? Advanced card? projectors. Advanced projectors. There was, you know, some debate with XI sevens. Can you move that one damage to multiple hulls? And they said no. The wording on this now makes it so that if you do have advanced projectors you can divide that damage up still and just do one on each hull.
0: which I think will be interesting to see if advanced projectors become a viable defense token after that
1: oh yeah um XO7s is is a card that I love to play especially on my big muscle ship
0: yeah I haven't been seeing it as much though no. It's not as it's not as talked about anymore. Um, I still think XI sevens is a fantastic card, and I'm just a little surprised that it's not as. Uh,
1: I like to put that on my, um, my act bar, McAdie.
0: Yeah, yep. Um, or if I'm running an ISD two, I'll often run that. The other thing that I did though, and uh, I don't know how much money John or Geek Nineteen, um, bribed hmm. them with, but Leia Organa. Commander is now on sale sale (laughs) for 25% off, dropping from 38 to 28 points. Yeah. They did state that they're going to be doing some points changes and some ability modifications around. I think they said something like 20% of all upgrade cards that currently Mm -hmm. exist are getting changed, which is a huge amount of work for them to have reworked that, but I guess they looked around at, you know, what was popular, what wasn't as popular.
1: Yeah, and, you know what, I'm kudos to them for doing that, for listening to the fans and the players and seeing what was working, what wasn't, you know, are there cards that are really good, but just can't be played ever because of how expensive they are. And that's one thing that I had with Leia. Leia's really good because...
0: But, um... She has a very powerful, focused effect, but she's too expensive for it. Too expensive, is what I would say. Yeah. I mean, that almost makes me tempted to go make a list Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um, I mean, it, it it really makes me curious. Like, will they drop Constantine to like twelve points to make him usable?
1: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. still, that's some really exciting news.
0: Yeah, and it it's really cool that they shared us with that that with us. The last thing that they they dropped in, though, was they dropped in some new spoiler images. So, a little while back, someone had linked, had posted a, a screenshot of some pre-order stuff for some stores. And I was not really paying much attention to it. I, I really don't like when people spoil stuff, like, ahead of time.
1: Yeah.
0: I, th- I find, for me, a lot of the joy of new stuff comes from, like hey, there's new stuff coming. Second stages. here's like a couple little things from the new stuff for you to extrapolate information off of and get hyped about. And then soon before it releases, here's about half of the stuff in it. I don't like knowing what all is going to be in the box until I get the box and open it up. If there's not some little like, It's fun to have some. Yeah, have some surprise in there. But they showed us a a four image spread of four ships coming out. Mm -hmm. Two, um,
1: Separatist ships. Separatist
0: and two Galactic Republic. We have the Recusant, the Providence, um, the Venator, and a Pelta.
1: Ye old Pelta.
0: Ye old Pelta. Yeah. Oh, Extra chunky yeah, Pelta. Actually, I think they specifically said that this was an unmodified Pelta,
1: because ah. the Rebel
0: ones say modified Rebel cruiser or transport or whatever. This might be the original, original versus like the Cool Ranch Pelta.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just keep staring at the Venator because earlier today I looked at it and I thought that looks like Jar Jar, it, and I can't get it out of my head. So y'all have to suffer with me. Yeah, it's got eye stalks. <laughs> Look at it. It's got eye stalks. It's got ears.
0: But the ears aren't. They're kind of sticking straight out. To the Misa side.
1: wanna roll three red dice.
0: I wonder if Jar Jar will be a card.
1: Oh my gosh, yes.
0: Jar Jar would have to be something... Senator
1: Jar Jar. Senator or Jar-Jar. Senator Binks.
0: Senator Binks would have to be something absolutely...
1: He would be the Hondo. He would be the Hondo. Except just he'd like have to have be a something
0: just... Like, not even tokens. He'd have to be something remove just... Remove a
1: shield, get three tokens.
0: But Or, like, remove one shield from one of your ships and, like, up to three enemy shield ships within, like, distance one to five have to remove a shield or so, Something like... <laughs> Ludicrous and sabotage that would probably be super game-breaking, but also just raw shenanigans.
1: Binks boarding party.
0: <laughs> you may no longer reveal command dials or something.
1: Yeah. you just, just, yeah. You just send Jar Jar to their <laughs> ship and he breaks everything.
0: I mean, that was the, that was...
1: That's pretty much hit every episode he had in Clone Wars was, here's Jar Jar Banks kind of Mr. Beaning his way... To say into like destroying
0: like... an enemy battle cruiser by accident, but still making it out alive, himself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, lots to ponder over. Personally, I'm still more like thematically. I really prefer Galactic Civil War to Clone Wars. So I'm, I'm gonna get some Galactic Republic stuff, but I think I'm still main Imperials.
1: Oh yeah, same. I, I also mm-hmm. prefer. Galactic Civil War is my favorite Star Wars era. But I am excited to see some of the new mechanics, new abilities, and the way the game play changes. Yeah.
0: I think early, like, right when Clone Wars drops, it's going to be a lot of the, um, you know, 200-point games to accommodate for players that either getting new into the game or that want to play their Clone Wars stuff without having to buy, like, three starter packs to get up to 400 points. Um, I'm imagining... The Venator and the Providence are, I don't know if they'll be mediums or larges. Like, the Ven—the Venator, I believe, is around the size of a Victory, which is a medium, but I'd have to double check. Again, not always super brushed up on my Clone Wars. The Providence is, I, if I remember correctly, it's pretty big, so that might end up being a large. Pelt is a small... I'm not sure how big the Recusant is. Um, I'd have to look that up on the Wikipedia. I'm wondering if it's, like, another medium... Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't recall, I think I was talking to someone on the forums a while back about that being actually in episode three, so, um,
1: I'm kind of intrigued to see if we could do, like, a super large ship for Separatists that's one of those droid command ships. Space Space Donut, donut. Space Donut, Space donut. Donut. That could be really cool. And I've, it's just, what am I? I'm giant, and all the squads belong to us.
0: Yeah. There, I feel like there'd have to be a limit on how many squad Because even the superstar Destroyer only got squadron value 5. Mm-hmm. So anything higher than maybe 6? Like, I could see, like, 6 or 7 squadron value if it didn't have access to any, like, offensive retrofits or something like that. Yeah.
1: Where maybe it doesn't really shoot things itself, but it sits there. Mm-hmm. And makes squads go pew, pew, pew.
0: I could see it's something in the range of, like, a Starhawk, maybe. Yeah,
1: and having, um, like, a million expanded Kanga Bays.
0: Just, like, a very high squadron value and good armor, but, you know, like, assault frigate guns or something like that. Because yeah. I don't think it was a very heavily gunned ship. Or if it was, it was, like... No,
1: it was, like, a station. It yeah. Was just...
0: Kind of floating... It was a super carrier, like, invasion sh- transport ship, not really a battleship, so... No.
1: But I still think it
0: could be pretty fun. Yeah. What I want is the giant hyper-ion cannon beam thing from, like, episode 3 of Clone Wars. <laughs> um, I love ion cannon effects, and ions have always been one of my favorite Star Wars weapons. Um, like, whole, like ship scrambling, computer scrambling, lightning cannon has always been something I found kind of neat. So, like, having a giant one of those effect would be neat. But, yeah, lots of, lots of excitement. I really hope... This gets more players into the game because Clone Wars is such a popular era.
1: Mm-hmm. I can see it really appealing to people that are a little bit younger than us who maybe
0: grew up with Clone grew Wars. Grew up with clone Wars. Yeah. Who
1: were who that that was their favorite childhood show? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that'll be I think that'll be good for it. But um, yeah, I think we're gonna stop it here because we we're closing on an hour and we haven't talked this much since Matthew was on with us. So. <laughs> Um thanks for listening. We we'll, we do have some other uh like vassal stuff we've been doing that Yeah, we'll we've been trying out episode.
1: vassal and we've also been using vassal to play Rebellion in the Rim with others. So, we look forward to sharing some of our results, insights and shenanigans yeah, from and that with you next time and
0: experiences with with playing a couple more games of that. So but yeah, anyway, uh
1: signing off here, I'm Moff Ted. And I'm Senator Faith. May the force be with you.